and bonjour. <laughs> to the last ones in podcast. Is that how you're starting this episode? Yes. Yeah. Hello, bonjour. <laughs> All right. How is your podcast? Um, hi, I'm Gerard Archuleta, joined today by Robbie. Hi. He's back this week. Yeah, I'm back. And E. Hello. No D this week. He purposely said he didn't want to do the animated one for some reason. He said he saw it already. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. Uh, I believe he'll probably give us his thoughts whenever uh, we talk about the next movie. Yeah, I think the next one's going to be the big what is what is all the do's yeah. with all of them. Um, so yeah, this week we watched the animated Beauty Disney. and the Beast. Disney version of Beauty and the Beast, very specifically, yes. We watched the 25th anniversary edition Blu-ray of Beauty and the Beast, which is important to say because even in the theatrical version of this, because we watched the theatrical version on the Blu-ray. Isn't the theatrical version. It is still not the theatrical version. It's so weird how they named these things. Because on this Blu-ray, there's theatrical edition, sing-along edition, and extended special edition. And the extended special edition is closer to what was actually in theaters than what the theater one is. And there are even weird changes, like with violence that I was reading up on E, Mm -hmm. that should only be in the extended version, but is also in the theatrical version for some reason on this edition. Interesting. Fucking. Disney is such a piece of shit in regards to actually preserving their stuff. They're fucking garbage at it. Um, I did hear they're trying to get, uh, the 4K masters of stuff put out. That'd be great. And they're putting them on Disney Plus. Some of them are stuff that has literally not been seen since like the 60s. Like the skeleton dance is coming oh, as one well. of them, which is an interesting choice. But you know, yeah. spooky, scary skeletons. Yeah, spooky, scary skeletons. Doot doot. <laughs> um, I wish they would put them on physical media, but Disney has been very vocal about being done with 4K physical, which is very upsetting. Boo. But. It kind of makes sense because people don't buy them. People don't. They, that's why that their actual statement is: we only want to put out 4K discs of for, Marvel movies. Yeah, basically of their big, like blockbuster movies. So there's smaller ones, like on and on their like side smaller studios they own. We are not going to see 4Ks, even though a lot of those honestly deserve them. It's very upsetting. So yeah, Robbie, yo, uh, we had a whole discussion on. The live action. Our live action stuff last week. You've never seen the live action. I have not. That's uh, why I thought that last week you're going to watch this one, but. Yeah, what a, what a concept. What a surprise. You know, watching the one that came out first, first. Yeah. You agreed with me on <laughs> yeah, no, how I, to do this. <laughs> it's only after I said something that you started, like, siding with me. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it's after I watched it. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, we wanted. Mostly to give the fairest quote unquote chance to the live action one. Yes. I watched that one first. Yes. Um which I am interested I'm I'm pretty sure I know your thoughts, but I'm interested you, for you I to I think you saw them. my thoughts as I watched the movie. Yes. Uh Robbie, I think we were talking maybe you'll borrow the live action one and watch it. That's up to you. I, yeah. you, can, you do what you want, man. Uh <laughs> uh but before we get to talking about this and giving our reaction stuff, I'm going to go ahead and read the back of the 25th anniversary edition box here. Be our guest at the enchanted 25th Ooh. anniversary celebration of Beauty and the Beast, universally acclaimed as one of Disney's finest animated features and now honored in the Walt Disney Signature Collection. Join brave, independent Belle on the adventure of a lifetime as she sets out to rescue her father and finds herself in an enchanted castle of a mysterious beast. 
This timeless tale overflowing with unforgettable characters and Academy Award-winning music, best song, best score of 1991, is presented in three versions, including a new advanced sing-along version, plus a ballroom full of new <laughs> bonus new features. advanced sing-along version. What it's it's a dance, Eve. You just put the text on the screen. It's, but there's a it ball. takes an entire CGI team, E. <laughs> ball it jumps right five on top. hours. Yes. Per how frame, would, E. How would you know what lyric to sing if they didn't show you? It's true. It's not like Had the characters singing the songs. It's, yeah, exactly. How dare. So you got to get that little bouncing cuff to hit each word precisely whenever the person says I'd the laugh word. if we watched it and it's still off sync. <laughs> that would be fucking <laughs> hilarious, actually. <laughs> uh, Robbie, Yo. if people want to watch this before listening to this or whenever, where would they do that? So it's a little bit weird, or weirder than I thought it would be, because, you know, there's the usual suspects of YouTube, Google Play, Redbox, and Vudu for $3.99 if they want to rent this. Or if you have Amazon Prime, it's three eighty nine for some reason. Ooh, cut um, the, deal. Cut the costs. <laughs> uh, the most, or the one that makes the most sense is if you have Disney Plus, you can watch it there. Sure. But apparently, if you have Sling TV, you can watch it for free. Okay. Yeah, it's weird. A little bit weird, huh? I think they use the Sling in this movie. <laughs> That's what it must be product placement. <laughs> <laughs> also, there's apparently a thing of like maybe you could watch it for free on YouTube if you know where to look. Because like, I just well, okay. Googled I mean, it. all of these we could say like sure. if you know where to look. You know, yeah, look, but it's not on the front page. And of we Google, totally though. don't condone piracy. No, we know? don't. We totally like, don't, and we totally none of us have ever pirated stuff. I think the thing the thing we have agreed on uh, is if you cannot pay the company money in a legitimate and fair way. Then it's fine. No, <laughs> morally. <laughs> also, like it usually just comes up with my stuff because I'm like, yeah, here's like a weird like f- Japanese animated movie that came out in 1964. Yeah, your stuff's so fucking weird. Yeah. Nobody has seen. Or here's a very beloved cartoon series your- that everyone loves and everyone says is one of the best of the movies that they released. Never has Can't happened. Watch it. Never has happened. <laughs> it's your stuff and Sam's stuff is always the fucking weirdest to get a hold of. I mean, every now and then mine's weird to get hold of, but... I think mine logistically makes sense when it's lost because I watch uh, cartoons and people don't uh, care about cartoons as much. They don't preserve those very well. No. Uh, but so, yeah. Yeah. Those are some of the places you can find it. Apparently, Sling is the best fr- or easiest free way to do it. Uh, I haven't looked too deep into that, so your mileage may vary on you it. You can also just like go to the basement and check your VHSs, see if you yeah. have it. But also, if you really want to, just you could pay five ninety nine for a month and That's watch this so movie. I, I refuse to pay any any streaming service for one month. Why? Because they they should earn my year at least. <laughs> also, I don't finish anything in a month. To be fair, like most do. places are, most streaming services will do like either anywhere between like a week to a month for free. For like most, the, the I think the norm they, is a they week. want you to put your credit card though. Yeah, they do, they but you can you still cancel it, though, because yeah. like, what they're hoping for is that you forget. you forget about it, and then, oh, no, I had to pay for a month. I might as well just keep it for the month. Oh, no, I forgot to cancel again. Little That's do they know, I'll for. fucking yell at them for an hour to get that <laughs> removed. I do that to Amazon. They like try to make me pay, and I was like, I'm not fucking paying for this. <laughs> Take Man. it off. And they're like, oh, sorry, I'm not sir. giving you shit. <laughs> Carlos, who was on the DBZ episode of this show... Uh, he accidentally bought a year of Disney Plus, and they refused to refund him. Sounds like Disney. Yeah, he was pissed. He's like, "I'm never gonna use it. I refuse to use it now." Fair, so, yeah. It's weird, man. Your generation takes stands. 
Same generation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't start this again. You know how pissed off I get about it. You're not even the oldest one here, but you're the more most boomer-like when it comes to yeah, these things. Yeah, that's so great. Uh, also, this movie's rated G. Yeah, it is a very G-rated movie. I think the other it's one Disney. should have been rated G, too. No, the other one had, like, cussing and stuff in it. I mean, it did. Uh, and then the runtime is an amount of time. Hour 22. It is an hour and 23 minutes. Okay, cool. Yeah, I can't see that on the back of this box, so I'll believe it. It's what Google told me. All right. Oh, 85 minutes, yeah. Cool. Yeah, hour and 24. Yeah. Oh. Uh, <laughs> just saying different time. Yeah, just saying different time every time. Uh, <laughs> But yeah. Three hours and 26 minutes and 43 seconds. So... I'm going to go ahead and start with Robbie on this. Robbie, yes. what do you think of the animated Beauty and the Beast? I have Beast? a quick question, actually, first. Sure. When's the last time either of you have seen this? Sitting, going to be a lot closer. Sitting down and actually watching through it probably like three or four years. It's been longer. Uh, I think it was still only on VHS last time that I watched this all the way through. So it may as well be a fresh watch for you then. Almost, but like... yeah. I feel because, like, whenever I last watched it, it was on a CRT screen with the, you know, VHS and everything, that it probably just wasn't as clear back then, also being kids, but, like, I think watching it through an adult lens, there's just certain scenes that they feel different than they used to whenever I was a kid. The magic isn't quite there. Well, not only that, I think it's because, well, my cynical eyes see, like, some of the weird (laughs) animation things that happen in this movie sometimes, like... We talked a lot about some of the weird things that happened with the blush on Belle's face. Looks like, bad. Yeah, sometimes whenever they talk, like it just it doesn't sync up quite correctly. And um, oh no, it, it it's fine. It, it's a fine Disney movie. It's of its time, but it is still like it, it's a pretty decent movie. It is also one that like put Disney on the map in such a way that like every other company has tried to make their own spin on Beauty and the Beast. Yeah, I mean. Disney steals so many ideas. This is yeah. one of them. Uh, one thing Disney is very famous for is taking old folklore stories that have zero copyright to them and saying, ha now they have a copyright. Yeah. And this was definitely one of those stories. Beauty and the Beast, I think the original story goes back to like the 1880s or something. Probably since the dawn of time. <laughs> yes, Beauty Tale and as old as time. Yeah. Tale as old as time. Anyways. Uh. <laughs> but yeah, like, it's fine. Like, it's not... A ter- like it's not bad by any means but it's not like the seeing it in the lens that we have now it's not like the greatest story ever either no no um okay interesting uh e hello what are your thoughts on the animated one i'll get i'll get the the burning question out of the way first i do like this more than the live action one i oh, disagree disagree actually uh it's I- actually a common trope that we've realized is that Dry tends to like the live action Disney stuff a lot more than the animated stuff. I wouldn't even say a lot more. He just likes them more. Yeah. Yeah. I I am going to say there is a thing about this that I do not like. Like, for sure do not like about it. Okay. Um, In a way that it's kind of the opposite of what I felt about the live action one. But go ahead. Y'all get to me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah. I think, one, this is just shorter, and that makes it easier to watch. Um, that's that's not ever anything I'm looking for, but I understand that that's definitely a thing for you for some well, reason. Well, I'm gonna say anything. the live action didn't add scenes that like add a ton. <laughs> I disagree. I think that a lot. I think there are some they could they did add, but I think a large portion of like the stuff at the start doesn't add a lot. I think the start, you're correct, does not add a lot. It's 
unnecessary, but I think there's a lot with the side characters the live action does way better. I think that the live action one it makes me care about them as characters more, whereas the pacing of this is so fast and you get so little time with everybody, I don't give a shit about any of them in this one, I, honestly. Uh, I I think this is too fast-paced. It's too fast. It goes a bit fast. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I just, I think it's more fun at the end of the day. And I don't know. I think, I think a lot of times with the live action one, I was like, all right, whereas this is like, hey, look, there's a neat song going on. <laughs> this what this one does honestly like despite me just kind of looking at it through cynical eyes does have iconic music considering that people still sing it to this day yeah i, I mean yeah the you music know, is like 30 years later uh i think that the renditions in the live action are better i just think they sound better they sound they're much more orchestral uh and i think they're more full-bodied and that has to do with how the audio was recorded then versus now and stuff like that but i just think yeah. that they sound better uh in terms of direct things i actually like discus on more and i think that kind of is the big thing <laughs> i don't i mean i don't He's like i think he is more anyways. villainy in this but i don't think it's better or worse i think he's i don't know <laughs> like it's complicated because you're supposed to hate him right and I think that this does a better job of you hating him, but I think the live action one does a better job of conveying that he sucks as a human being, not just like is a villain. I don't know. I would say he's pretty, he sucks as a human being. He's a weird misogynistic chauvinist. But he this. comes off as like over the top in this. Sure. Yeah, he's Which, supposed to because he has the persona of I'm better than everyone else. Right. And that's it's in this one, it makes him a huge villain. But tonally, which you haven't seen the live action one, so but yeah. tonally in the live action one, it's like he thinks he's better than everybody, and nobody else really agrees you, with him. So okay, you say that, but there's only one scene that adds to that idea, and the rest really don't. I disagree. I su- I disagree with you disagreeing. Like I think really the only the Gaston song leads to that credence, and the rest they s- s- feel the same as how they do in here. I don't agree. I don't. We'll just have to be on different sides of that. (laughs) (laughs) Had to agree to disagree. Yeah, I I think it's a very different characterization of him. I think they're kind of different. I just think this one works better for me. Just too over the top for me in the animated one. Which I think most of the things in the animated one are just too over the top for me. Um, actually, other thing I do actually, I like how the beast acts in this one. I like that he's more of a beast. Like, what do you mean? Like. A lot of it's more in just the direction of how he does. Like, he walks and moves a lot more beast-like. Like his character's movement? Yeah. Okay, I get that. I can see that one. Um, I disagree with that, because I think his character is better in the live-action ones, too, as well. But I understand the liking him more beast-like nature for him being a beast. I think, yeah, I think that's it. So, like, I don't know. I Ultimately, what happens a lot is I just think the live-action one ends up a little more boring. And I get, like, what you're trying to say with, like, adding more character traits and stuff. Whereas, I don't know if that's inherently what I think I want from this movie in particular. I think it adds a lot more weight. But, again, I think that goes to what I said last week of, like, tonally they're very different movies. Yeah. This is a lot more silly. This is extremely silly. You don't give a shit if they turn human or not, I think, in this one. You could give a fuck. I don't care if the curse is broken. It doesn't matter. And, like... 
in the live action one, it feels more like, okay, I've gotten to like know these people, like they are really in a curse, like they're miserable, like they want to be human again. Like you, you kind of feel that weight of it. And I don't think you feel that at all in the animated one. I mean, I didn't care in the live action one. I cared a lot more in the live action one for sure. 1% versus zero? Probably 20 more percent. <laughs> Not a huge amount, but more. I, I think that does just have to do because there's like they have way more screen time and you get to know them a lot more. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I like. I think ultimately some of this is also just our how we like uh, our stories in some way too, because I am personally a lot more inclined to silly things than you are. I would definitely say something could have exactly zero plot, and as long as it's very silly, you'll enjoy it far more. Yeah. Whereas I want something that actually has like some meat on the bones. <laughs> I hate that you put it that way. But it's true. I think I think there is a time and place for both things, but I think with what the music is going for and the dark fairy tale that Beauty and the Beast comes from, I think the live action suits that quite a bit more than what the animated one is doing, personally. Sure. You can feel that way. And I'm right. So, <laughs> I don't know, like... I'll say this is far from like the best Disney or anything. I'm not going to act like this is one of the greatest things Disney made. Um, if you're curious, my favorite things Disney made are Lilo and Stitch and Wreck-It Ralph. Weird. Why? <laughs> I don't know. Wreck-It Ralph is like a weird one for me. I think it's fine. Think, yeah, he likes what he likes. Yeah, he does. Yeah. What? <laughs> I think it's just like a weird one to be like, that's a Disney movie because it like, oh, doesn't would you feel say? Like... Or like, like strictly Disney. Like It's like strictly Disney. Yeah, like not Disney Pixar, strictly Disney. Uh, I mean, Hunchback, obviously. I've yeah. said that over and over again. I haven't seen that, again. so I can't yeah. say that. Uh, Hunchback, I honestly, I love. Aristocats, I love a lot. I haven't seen it. Um, I don't like Aladdin. I don't like Hercules. I don't like Beauty and the Beast, really. Uh, I don't like Little Mermaid. Like, I don't like this era of Disney at all, quite right. honestly. So, <laughs> I just think it, yeah. it's kind of shit. <laughs> I don't know. It all feels exactly the same. And I think the live action remakes are the same way. Like they all feel like they're exactly from the same yeah. thread. I will I will agree with you somewhat on a lot of them feeling the same. Even watching this, I'm like, oh, okay, yep, they they really like that shot. They, yeah. They always do it like um You can kinda of tell what they put their effort into. Not not so like I mean like the shot I said it is like there's a shot during Be Our Guest where all the plates and stuff are over like this purple background flying. And like they use that in like Aladdin, they use that in Hercules, they use that in like all their stuff. Yeah. Like it's just a shot they really like. Yeah. Um but yeah. Uh but yeah, that's basically what, like it's not the best, but I do like this better than live action. It's so both of them are fine. I think I just prefer the tone and giving more characterization to the side characters. And I I would argue giving more characterization to Beast and having more layers to him than just I am Beast. Actually, I am not Beast. Uh which I uh, that I think goes along with the pacing thing for me of is I think that the live action is too long and I think that this is too short. <laughs> I don't even so like got to be crazy it's sounding coming from me. I don't think it's inherently that the live action is too long. I think they gave the extension to the wrong parts in a lot of sure like i i guess skipping ahead of it i think they should have gave more time during the middle section when it's bell and the beast i think that's the part that needs more time yeah i think that's one of the biggest faults of this movie is that part's so short yeah and like they wanted to do that in the live action and they added a scene yeah 
and that's it. <laughs> I think they, I wish they took stuff from the. I wish they took that extra time from the start and added it there. Yeah, I think they could have taken five minutes from the start and five minutes from the last battle in the live action and put it in the middle, and it would have been the better time used. would have been utilized much more better, much more betterer. <laughs> Uh huh. What do you think, Lobby of the Live Action? <laughs> um. So okay, we'll dive more into that as we go along here. We're gonna argue a lot. I think we're gonna. <laughs> I think we will argue quite a bit. But let's uh, go over the story of Beauty and the Beast once more. It's the same thing we said last week. Yeah, uh, Belle is a weirdo in her town. Her father is not like other girls. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I got I know this will be like something we probably agree. I got much I liked the kind of vibe that this one gave with the town versus bell cuz I feel like in the new one they try to by they try to add a lot more to bell which made it feel like okay, I see why the town feels that way whereas this it just feels like the town fucking hates her for no reason. Pretty much. And I like that cuz I think it's funny. Like that I mean it goes to the time thing like how dare she try to be independent. Yeah, read. Yeah, yeah. Try try to read and stuff. And I thought that was kind of funny because, like, a woman reading books. Yeah, you know what that means, right? And, a witch. And even that, like, I like in somewhat in this world, she is a lot more like in her own world too, because like it kind of shows her very like not caring what anyone says, obviously, but like she'll just be like reading this book, trying to avoid people constantly to the point where sometimes she's causing issues. Whereas in the new one, she's like, I'm an independent woman. Yeehaw. Yeah, I I think the live action is just more nuanced on that. Like, it's it's weird to say this, but I think in the political atmosphere we've had since 2016, I think that the live action is very realistic on how people like view people, kind of. Uh, and like people who are very one- Right leaning, I think, kind of view independence in women in like kind of in the way that people view Belle in this, quite honestly. So it feels more like real worldy to me. Whereas in the cartoon, like I said with everything I'm probably gonna say about this, it's just so over the top ridiculous. Yeah. It's just so silly. So so silly. Which I think can work. In some things I think Disney it works better. Beauty and the Beast, I think it just does not kind of fit the tone. I mean this is just one of the things we disagree. We'll have to disagree on. I don't mind it. Like I think it's fun, but I just—I mean, some. But like, here's the thing. I think fun is fine. Like it's fine. I think in some Disney things it just works better. And I think just the source material of what Beauty and the Beast is and how much better the live action one does to kind of connecting to that. I think kind of almost makes this one feel like a disservice afterwards. So. I think Dry needs more gritty realism in his <laughs> Disney movies. I love gothic horror. I absolutely love gothic so horror. So do I. And I feel like the live action one just does gothic horror I'll, better. We've been talking over Robbie we have for been. once. Yeah. Uh, I mean, like, I don't know. What do you, what do you think about like the vibes? In the I mean, I think stuff? it works fine for this too, but I keep in mind, we grew up in a small town and I was hated for stupid reasons too. That really, even like I tell people nowadays that like I was made fun of all the way through high school because I sucked my thumb until I was 10. Yeah, and you had big glasses. And I had glasses. So I was the weird kid with glasses that sucked his thumb. And then even after I got contacts and after I stopped sucking my thumb, I was still the weird kid with glasses. Yeah, and he was like 24. Stop sucking his thumb. <laughs> I was 10. Yeah, small towns, things never die. But yeah, yeah, like in that small town, I was always known as that person. Even after, like, even after I left that school, 
I was known as that. So it makes sense to me that like she's different in just like the small, minute way. Therefore, she needs to be made fun of for that reason. She's the outcast now for that. And she's a witch. Yeah, she's a witch. And her father's this weird inventor who <laughs> yeah. lets her be witchy. He's also much Ooh, more, again, adding woman. to the like over the topness, he's much more weird in this one than in the live action. Yeah, he's like just completely. He's, over he's, the top he's a nutty professor. Yes. Kind of, yeah. He's, you know what he is, hmm. which is like a weird comparison, but he is the father in Gremlins in this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I was thinking more of like the dad and Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, but yeah, that works too. Yeah. Uh, two Disney things and a WB thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like he, he is way sillier in this. I don't, I both, I don't really care about him. I think he's fun in this. I, I, I have zero. I think that's gonna, that's yeah. gonna be what something I come back to a lot is I think it's fun. <laughs> yeah. I just have zero feelings either way. Both of them serve the story in their own way. Yeah. I, I give a lot more... I like a lot more that the this version is very, like, ready to get past this intro scene. Yeah, but... Like, it doesn't set up all this stuff. It doesn't, like, oh, can you get me the rose and all this and that. It's like, hey, I built the thing. I'm gonna go to town. Yeah. That that part, I think, is fine, because a lot of that, I think, is just boring exposition stuff. Yeah. The thing I like about the live action is just, and this is just a musical nerd thing... I just like the big gigantic musical number that gets bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. And I think the live action, since it is extended, it kind of has a bigger buildup for it. I don't know if this is the musical number I think deserves that though. It's fine. Like I just, I like that. And I think it sets a good tone. I could agree if it was like the beast's song later, I think it would work nice. Or I mean, be our guest in the live action one does evoke that a bit too. Yeah. I think I do. I, like I said, I just think the compositions in the live action one just do just sound better. I'd have to hear them back to back. I'm going to guess I don't have a particular preference. Yeah. I think the ones in the animated one just sound a little flatter. And I think that is just due to how they were recorded at the time. I mean, it's hard to say. Because on one hand, that's true. But on one hand, like, I kind of like that it's this more, uh, like, secluded. Because, like, you talk about how the live action has a lot bigger orchestral noise. But, like, it's a small town. It's a small podunk town. Yeah, but it doesn't sound as good, and I like big, dumb musical numbers, so <laughs> I want it to sound good. I want it to be big. I want it to sound big. Yeah, yeah this is E's level of fun compared to Dry's level of fun that we're comparing yeah. back and forth now. We have different things. We're like, yeah, that's fun, yeah, so it should. So it doesn't matter. Exactly, because yeah, E's like, yeah, it's a small podunk town, but Dry's like, yeah, but it's fun. Yeah, yeah. We yeah. like different fun. Yeah, apparently. Um, but yeah, uh, Maurice goes, um, unlike... I guess that some of it is just like the differences between the live action and uh, animated one I'll talk about. Unlike it being like, oop, tree fell, gotta go this way. This is like, he's like, ah, oh, no, this is probably a shortcut. Yeah. And gets lost. He's just an idiot in the animated one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they both, they find the tower. This one, they're like, hey, there's a dude. What's up, man? Yeah. So I guess the way we should go about this is talk about the difference between this and the anim- or the uh, live action and the animated yeah. one. I think that'll is be he the... ch- chased by wolves in the live a- action one. Yes, he is. Okay, but the way where he's in the castle is very, very different in yeah. live action, and it's much longer. It's way more extended. So long. It, I I do agree. It's too long, especially for how it ends. Is very silly in the yeah. live action one. Um, but the animated one, as you saw, he goes into the castle and he's greeted very well, and he yeah. doesn't bat an eye that all these weird inanimate objects are talking to him and treating him. He probably think he's probably like I'm hallucinating. I'm fucking dying. <laughs> he's so weird. He probably doesn't even give a shit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and it's like this very tongue in cheek, like silly thing of like, oh yeah, cool. 
uh, being treated like a prince in this castle. This is weird. I love it. In the live action, it is a... It's shot like a horror film. It is shot and toned like a gothic horror. Like, he's going to this castle, and things are, like, creaking in the background. He's freaking out, and there's lightning and, like, lighting up things that are, like, moving in the background. Like, it's shot like a horror film. Uh, And then, like, when things start interacting and talking with him, he freaks out and runs away. Uh, and then when he's running away, this, it's so, it's so stupid how it happens. He goes into the garden. He's like, oh, right. I forgot. I promised Bella Rose and he steals a rose and that's what gets him caught. Yeah. I think it's dumb. I like this one more. I like how it happens in the animated one. Yeah. Where like he gets, he's like, oh, okay. What's going on? And the beast's like, fuck you into the dungeon for billion years. Yeah. Uh, both he's put in dungeon for stealing. I think it just works better. He's not really even put in dungeon for stealing in this one. Just it's for trespassing, trespassing, yeah, and sitting in the beast's favorite chair, yeah, Yeah. for existing, yeah, for Uh, not being a hot woman (laughs) in beast's favorite chair. (laughs) The thing that I like uh, about the live action versus the animated is transitionally of beast being like I don't give a shit to liking Bell is better in the live action. I think I don't inherently agree it's so instant in the animated one i, mean, I think yeah, he liked her right off the bat in the yeah, animated one like i mean it's some of the like disney love at first sight kind of shenanigans yeah in the in this one i would say yeah but like i i personally like that because i kind of like how the beast ends up acting were in the live action one i feel like all the servants kind of try to coerce him into like giving this a shot whereas in this one, he wants to give it a shot, but is ultimately brought back down to earth by his own insecurity as a beast, as well as tying back into his kind of his anger uh, management issues. Well, that too. Uh, what's the his shallowness? Because he's like, well, no one would love me because I'm ugly and beast man. Right, and I think that that's in the live action one as well. But I think there's a much uh, more clear transition to that, whereas. I think there's an unspoken thing in the animated one of like everyone agrees we need you to fall in love. Like even like they're just on the same page immediately. They don't say anything to each other. They're just all on the same page. Like, hey, you need to fall in love with a woman. Here's a woman. Like everyone's just cool with it in this. And I feel like in the live action one, it is more of like a all of the servants who have been turned into objects are like, hey, here's a woman. You need to fall in love. He's like, fuck you. I don't give a shit anymore. Like everything's terrible. Why would I do it? And I, there's like a much more of like, okay, I'll give love a chance again. I'll give life a chance again, kind of thing. Uh, I mean, could just be it's because I'm me and and you don't care about the gross. relation. Yeah, it really doesn't feel that way to me in the live action. Like, th- I, I think this one feels more like he has this kind of crush that he feels like he he feels more like an insecure kid in a lot of ways in this one. I don't I don't agree with that. I think it literally is just like an instant thing of like, again, it's very over the top. So he has to be like, I love you so much, but like immediately it's that way. Which I just don't like well, that. Well, he's shallow, and she's already talked about being, like, the most attractive woman in the town over the, like, literal Gaston. bimbos. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I just don't like how it does it in this. Uh, it's, it's an agree-to-disagree part for us, obviously. <laughs> That's going to be so much this of this. This is usually me and Dry having this conversation. <laughs> well, usually we don't have to do the thing where it's, like, a live-action remake of stuff. That's yeah. also fair. Yeah. Um, But, yeah. Uh, So, what else? Uh. 
the horse goes back. Bell's like, what the fuck, horse? And Happens they, the same way in the life, actually. Basically. Yeah. Even down to the point of the thing I joked about where she like looks dead in the eye and the horse happens in this. Yeah. It just is like 10 less seconds in this just because there's less time anyways. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Bell goes to the castle. They're like, hey, that's a woman. Uh, and then kind of she finds uh, her dad. And this is another one where I personally like how it happens in this more, but it's really an up to personal preference thing. I feel where um, I think they both happen too quickly. It's very. I silly. think that's fair. I like this one a little more. Uh, down to just like I've. I don't know. It's hard to explain. I just like that it's not like her being like, "Oh man, let me say bye to my dad," and then pushes him out. I don't. Know. I think some of it is like I like the tragicness that she never gets to say goodbye to her dad. Yeah. It, I, it's really like this is a person like it's such a minute difference though that it either is fine either yeah they're both pretty much the same thing i like i end up li- liking the live action more because there's more of a dialogue of like beast is like i don't give a shit somebody has to pay for it uh kind of thing and i feel like in the animated one he's like that's n- that's stupid she's like i'll do it like okay fuck it like <laughs> i mean yeah i mean it, they're they're pretty much the same thing i just ended up liking the live action more just because it's more dialogue involved in getting to that point but they're the same, really. And actually, something I like more, the next thing I like more in the animated, where uh, the beast throws him into like this enchanted, uh, what are those things, carriage that takes him back. Oh, yeah. Because in the live action one, we were joking, like, why didn't he take the horse? Yeah. Whereas this, he's like, he didn't get an option. He yeah. was just thrown back. That does work better. And it works better for the timeline. Yeah. Because like, so that's the thing. I, I, they're both kind of weird with the timeline because the pacing I, think, I buy it better in this because, like, you can imagine there's more time between it because it doesn't cut back to a bunch of specific things happening. Disagree. I think you can follow the timeline a lot better in this. I think you can follow it a lot better and see how much shorter it is. Like, it's been three days. I think you... That's only if you don't give the movie the benefit of the doubt of, like, these are just random, like, events happening over a course of a time. And I don't. You don't, because you're rude. I, uh, I do not consider this to be a montage of months and months and months. You don't see seasons passing. It's all always it's all always the winter. It's all always the thing. No, it's not. It is. It's the same thing in the live action one. The only difference is it cuts back and forth in the live action between town and them doing stuff. So it feels like there's more time in that one. See, I feel the complete opposite. I feel like there's less time in the, the live action one because yeah. of how it cuts back and forth. Whereas so, the live action one feels like, hey, it's... Uh, here's where he's got back the same night and then they came and it feels like the same exact night and they left him. Now it must be the next day he came back. See, I feel like that there is, since it cuts back and forth so much in the live action one, that it is way more difficult to tell how much time has passed, whereas I feel like I could read the exact time that was going on between night and day in the animated one. <laughs> Let's I let mean, Robbie in the, talk. Yeah, in the animated one, though, it feels like it's actually in the middle of fall whenever the movie starts whenever Belle is stuck into, in the castle, it's during the winter time, and it's t- towards the end of winter time, like going into spring, towards the end of the movie. Disagree. Also with the father having him like go into the woods, and then like... Yeah, it's not snowing whenever he first goes into the woods. Well, it's not snowing whenever he's in the woods, when he's in the mirror either. That's what I'm saying. Like That's why I think it's the same, it's like days apart. Because there's no way he's I just disagree. been walking in the woods for like months. No, I'm not saying he was walking in the woods for months. I'm saying he was kept prisoner for a while, to the point where if it starts snowing outside... Bell was in there for pretty much the entire winter towards the end of winter. Right, but he goes home that same night, tells everybody, and then leaves to go and find her. That same night. Yeah. And but then he also went on and foot. then that montage thing happens. So that's one of the things. I don't 
Is it the same night? Because the carriage took him back. It's yeah. however long it took the carriage to take him back. It's the same night because you never see a transition in the day. <laughs> okay. So you're saying that it went throughout an entire night even though he was in the forest for days on horseback? I think you're getting confused about the timeline I'm speaking Am about. Am I? <laughs> yes. I'm, I'm talking I'm about saying... he goes, like, he gets taken back to town with the carriage, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then he ends up having all of the stuff, the Gaston thing, and then he leaves back to go get Belle. And then there's the montage. So, like, to me, I saw him talking to the town and when he leaves as different nights. No, that was the same night. Like... That's just one of the, we're going to have to agree to disagree. That's just, yeah. That just is the same night, though. <laughs> it happens immediately. So if you, like, immediately after... Saying he immediately gets back into town, imme- or goes to the th- uh, ranting and raving, that same exact night, goes home, grabs all the stuff, and then leaves the house, or at least back into the forest? Yes. You know, the one where he got lost on horseback, and now he's on foot getting lost? Yes. That's what happens. Because yeah. it happens the same way in the live-action one. The only difference is... Gaston goes with him in the live action one and ties him to a tree and then he gets saved by some witch and then you see it's the next day in the live action. So we're talking about completely different things that happen in different movies then? No, it's the same thing. They just happen differently in both. But I'm saying it is the same... So because it happened in one day in the live action, it happened one day in the animated version is what you're saying. No, I'm saying... Okay, listen to me. In the animated one, he gets taken back to town. Mm -hmm. That same night is the dinner. That same exact night is the dinner that she ends up having. That's when Be Our Guest happens. Yeah. Can we all agree on that? Sure. Okay. That same night is also the night where he where Gaston's song happened. He gets to town yeah. that same night. He leaves that exact night after leaving Gaston. That's the part I'm not sure if I inherently think is always true. Yeah. But it is. It's what happened. So you're saying that it took him exactly maybe a couple of hours to get there. He was locked up for a couple of hours. It took him a couple hours to get back to well, so, town. So Jirai's not saying that inherently how long he was locked I don't, up in the I'm tower. I'm not even talking that, about that the lockup part. He's just yeah. saying when he comes back to town, he leaves the exact same After night. Belle is already there. I'm not yeah. even talking about beforehand. I'm talking about once he leaves the castle. Get rid of beforehand. Not talking about that at all. That's not part of the subject. When he leaves the castle through the carriage, and comes back to town, and he leaves town that night to go back to the castle to get right. Belle. That's the same night. That I can agree on. Okay, that's what I've been saying. <laughs> yeah, but you're also making it seem like uh, they like he got lost in that forest and they found him like the same night. Whoa. That's what I'm arguing. Like, how long no, was he in he the No, he was forest? lost in that forest for a few days. He was not lost in that forest for six months. I'm not saying it was for six months. If it Because after that, you get the montage of Beauty and the Beast. And you get the big montage of them in the snow playing around, stuff like that. So on that, if all those seasons pass from fall when he leaves to the forest to go find Belle, and then it's winter, and then whenever they find the him again at Belle the end of the montage, yeah. that's six months of him in the forest. I'm not saying he was in the forest for six months. I'm not saying... Uh, what I'm saying is the movie starts in fall... And it ends, like, towards the end of winter. So, like, how long was he a prisoner for the Beast? I'm not... I'm, so, what? Okay, I'm gonna say... The timeline's just fucked, and we're just it not gonna... It kind of is, we're just, yes, but... And it's I'm so not fucked saying, that we can all, like, have a different sense of how long all of this is. Yeah. Dry is trying to argue that the entire movie takes place over the course of three No, days. he's not. <laughs> I'm trying to argue that from... Okay, 
the montage is like the montage yeah. is the big argument point here. Okay, how long do the, you think the montage is? The montage I could montage I could agree is like maybe three or four days. That's what I've been arguing. Okay. <laughs> The, the way that I got, the, what I got Robbie. from you arguing is that the entire movie takes place over three days. That's what I'm arguing against. I think the entire movie is six days. I think from montage onward is, th- or not from that night of Gaston onward is three days. Maybe. Because literally after that night to of Gaston fair, is yeah, the montage. I, I mostly agree with E that the the timeline of this movie is just fucked anyways. I, yeah, I think that's just, the I think it's fucked, fucked. in There's both. A, I think it's Far more readable in the end. I don't. Or no, I yeah, I don't. I think it's just they kind of didn't. They messed up by trying to have specific timelines for Maurice and not Bell. I just sorry. Not Maurice. Far more readable in the animated one. That's that's a compliment, if anything, to the animated (laughs) one. I don't (laughs) know why you're arguing with me. I I think the whole thing (laughs) is that we're just trying to argue with this. That the timeline's fucked. I think, I mean, we could just argue in, like, circles around this. So we could. Like, we're not going to get anywhere with it. We'll move on. Let's um, move on. Move on. Move on. Gaston. Uh, once again, I just like this. This one's uh, much more fun to me. So I like it. Uh, I like his depiction in the musical part way more than the live action. So that's the main difference. In this one, Gaston's just a fucking Chad who fucks. Basically. And everybody loves him. Everyone loves him. And that's... Whereas he gets paid off. Or Maurice kind of pays everyone off in the live action Before. One. Whatever his name is. His buddy. Who is super super Sorry. gay for him in the live action one? Also, yeah, Maurice. To be fair, he's kind of gay for I him. His in name this is Lafleur or Lafleur or no, no, her dad's Maurice. You're right. Yeah, um, whatever his name is. Yeah, but like it, in the musical part, like he is very much like talking him up because he loves him, and there's like more layers to that song than just like he's fucking cool. Everybody loves him. So I like the live action one for that more. And I just like the. I think this one's. And more you just fun. like it because it's more fun. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think it serves it serves a story far more in the live action. See, like, I think my issue with that reading is I feel like it doesn't play into rest of the movie. I think it does because it it's him being super super shitty and manipulative at the end whenever he gets everybody on board to go and be a super shitty mob. Whereas in the animated one, there's like I hate insane people. Also, now let's go fuck up a beast. Yeah. Like, I think it's so stupid. <laughs> There's a mob there out of That's what I'm talking about. Like, like, yeah, they're always on Gaston's side. So he's like, yeah, let's kill a beast. So they're like, all right. But I feel and like he has to like do more convincing in the live action one to get them on board. He I don't. Has to do, like, I feel a, like you're reading stuff that's not there. I, I'm not. I feel like there is <laughs> things in the movie put there to allow you to get that from it. The way that I see it for this movie, at least, is that... Most of the town people are just dumb, including Gaston. Yeah. And so because they say like, oh, he he's the big guy. He's the leader. They just follow whatever the fuck he says. And he's not exactly a smart person. So whenever he says, we'll kill the beast, they just follow him right away. Because like, yeah, why not? Big, strong, what else sexy are we doing man today? says so. <laughs> yeah, I just don't like it as much. I just, I, I, it feels too simple, honestly. Like, it doesn't feel like simple town I folks. Mean, yeah, I don't inherently feel like simple is bad. In this story, I think it is. Because it is... It's seated in gothic horror. That's why I think that it needs more layers than just being a silly thing. So we needed a 10 minute long montage of him convincing people to go kill the beast then? No, I think it was too long. I've, I said before, I yeah. think that that part was too long. And I think that the, there's a fight scene that happens at the end. Way too long. I will say, I feel like it's a little too long in this one too. Like it's just, uh, no, it's like two seconds in this. It's fine in this. Yeah. Uh, maybe it's just like, I didn't like this song as much. <laughs> it's maybe it's whatever song. I don't care for it mm-hmm. too much, but 
Yeah, I don't know. It's just the Kill the Beast song, which yeah. is just, it's fine. It's fine. It, it serves def- its purpose. Out of the iconic songs in this, that is definitely not one of them. No. I think no. probably the what's I mean, the most, you guys can correct me if you think I'm wrong, but I think the most iconic songs of this are probably Gaston, Be Our Guest, and the Beauty and the Beast, wherever they're dancing in the ballroom. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, those are the big ones. Yeah. Um. So yeah, there's the montage. Um, it's basically the same. More they or less. like change some. They change specific things, like they eat porridge in this one, and they eat tomato soup in the other one. Yeah, like it's <laughs> it's it's really the same. Very small things. And I guess there's one thing that they I do like in the characterization of the beast in the live action. I'll give the point to the live action. <laughs> I really like when he's getting ready for ball. He's like, I just asked her. I didn't think she would say yes. Mm-hmm. Like I think that's very good in in character. I like that. I think that's a good line. Um, yeah, compared to just happening in this one. Yeah, it just kind of happens. Mm-hmm. Um, Actually, and around this time yes. is a deleted scene. Deleted, yes. quote-unquote. Deleted, quote-unquote. So let's talk about that real quick for the animated version. Um, Which you'll see in the special extended edition of this yeah. Blu-ray. Yes. So in the original theatrical version that played in theaters, there was a song in there, the Beast song, which was cut out of the home releases the reason it was cut out is because there are continuity errors so after the montage and the ballroom scene you get a little bit of dialogue and then you get a song of like we want to be human again all the servants saying they want to be can't wait to be human again can't wait to be human. i just can't can't wait wait to be be human human. (laughs) again (laughs) that's not the song no that's that's lion king (laughs) um but and during that song when they're singing all that they clean up the castle they yeah. make it look nice and pretty. And so the continuity error in the original theatrical run was they do that song, and then when it cuts back to Beast in the Bath, everything's fucked up again. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. And everything throughout the whole rest of the movie is still fucked up. But they had this whole huge number about them cleaning up the castle, and so they took it out of the home releases until they did the special edition extended <laughs> cut, where they put the song back in, and then every background from then on out is the repaired, Holy cleaned up shit. castle. Holy shit! Yeah. Huh. Every single background. You know, so they had to did... go back and repair all of the backgrounds and yep, like they redraw redid all the, of that. I will give Disney all the shit. That is actually really cool. That yeah. is pretty impressive. That they fixed it. Yeah. And I'm going to say, I think this song should be in the movie. I think it actually helps some a little bit. I think it helps sell the servants more. That's... that's really... <laughs> Would you like to rephrase that? that? <laughs> I really think it uh, helps the fair... indentured servants. <laughs> well, no, like, to be fair, like, what they do with this movie, which I still think is somewhat of a problematic song with the Be Our Guest, their whole thing is, like, we love to serve people. We love being servants, which... I that's So like I feel like thing. it's okay in the context of they're seeing this as the actual, like utensils and stuff and presenting themselves as it as even uh louvre whatever the candlestick louvre as he says like they're putting on a performance yeah yeah Yeah. so i think it's fine yeah um (laughs) anyways enough about selling slaves (laughs) (laughs) no but i i think this scene actually really is important for like setting up a little bit and like dry is saying the servants don't get a ton of time so this helps that yeah Mm -hmm. yeah i think Um, that does help that a lot in this one and it's a decent song has some funny gags go on. Yeah, it's fine. Um, but yeah, that's like the big thing is they changed every background where it would show destroyed castle from then point on to being a cleaned up castle. Yeah. Which makes sense why they had Which, to like re- do it for like the special DVD edition of this movie. Yeah. Uh, one thing that I was talking about I don't uh, know when why. the beast gets <laughs> fucked up and there's blood, 
we watched the theatrical version and we're like, yeah. oh, that's like weirdly violent. That's weirdly would like actually have that in there. It wasn't in the theatrical version originally or in the original home video version. <laughs> there was just some sort of thing that happened. They fucked up certain parts of it and they just put the blood into the theatrical <laughs> and the special extended, even though it was only supposed to be in the special extended. Nice. It's not even that much. It's not that it, much. It's not, but for like, you know, G rated and like, well, how dare my child see it blood? Is it Tarzan rated G? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's a scene of that guy getting hung. Yeah, yeah, there is. <laughs> so, uh, I don't know. There's also a couple other differences. Uh, there are some weird mirroring shots in the Special Extended Edition, apparently, mm. uh, that change up the back, like how the rule of like you never want to go from someone's on the right side of the screen, then you do a cross cut to the other person there on the right side of the screen also. Yeah. The animated extended version does that because it mirrors some shots hmm. to fix uh, what they consider to be continuity things. So it, it it breaks some rules of filmmaking to allow continuity. It looks it from the side by side screenshots I was looking at. It's weird, and I don't think you would notice unless you knew. Yeah, yeah. I mean it's that's one of those, usually like, a lot of those. Yeah, it's yeah. one of those. Unless you know, then you're not going to really pay attention to it. Yeah, because like you're even saying you were wondering me and Robbie would even notice the cleaned up castle, and I didn't. Nope, I'm yeah, not going to act like I did. Yeah, yeah. Um, but that's cool. Yeah, super cool. But yeah, uh. And then Belle's like, Beast's like, damn, this is a pretty cool place, huh? And Belle's like, yeah, but I kind of miss my dad. <laughs> yeah, well. Like, Here's a mirror. <laughs> first off, I want to talk about the live action one. Sure. I think the live action one is worse some... here, actually. <laughs> At, I'm curious. I'm, I, I bet it's the thing I think. I think it is. So like in the live action one, because it never really goes into Belle and her parents really that much at all no. in either of them. Except for here in the live action one, where Beast is like, yeah, the fucking witch gave me this book is like a final punishment of like, I can pretend to be anywhere I want in my past and I have to just relive these whole horrible memories. It's like, so you can go anywhere you want in your mind uh, in this magical book. She's like, I want to go to Paris, France, because that's where the last her place mom her mom from. was. Um, and so they teleport to where they live in <laughs> Paris, France, and it's her mom dying of the plague. Oh, no. Uh, and it's, you just learn that her mom died of the plague, and there's all kinds of plague stuff. It's kind of pointless. So this it's is pointless. Like, it's super unnecessary. Yeah, it's super. Kind of feels unnecessary to say. Like, by the way, this is post bubonic plague. Yeah. Well, the thing is, like, it feels like they felt like there wasn't enough just to be like, to be like, oh yeah, Bell only lives for their dad, and like right. the implication of her mother must have died. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas uh, this is like, no, look, her mom's dying, and she's suffering, and there's a plague doctor. Yeah, like they point feel out. Feel bad. Feel bad. Yeah, like it's it's too much. I don't like and it. And something like it. really weird they do too is she takes a thing from her imagination teleportation land. She takes like a hairpin. Yeah. It's dumb. It's dumb. I don't like it. I honestly, that's that's a point away from live action for me. I think it's a really bad scene. It's super unnecessary. Yeah. But yeah, then she's like, man, my dad. Yeah, then she um, does the mirror thing of man, my dad. And her dad's dying in the... F- so the difference or in this, her dad went back to try to find her and is dying for however lost he's been. Yeah. And whereas in the original, a thing that I feel like is makes the timeline weird is them throwing Maurice into the loony bin. Yeah. So what happens in the live action one for Robbie and the many yeah, people sorry. who didn't watch our live action or listen to our live action uh, episode or watch the movie. Um, what happens in that is he goes there. The Gaston song happens. Uh, well, Gaston song happens. Then Maurice shows up to the bar and he's like, Hey, Belle's gone, blah, blah, blah. Castle, castle. And then Gaston's like, I'm going to be a hero and I'm going to convince you that I deserve Belle's hand in marriage. I'm going to go with you to get her. So they're out in the woods and they get lost in the woods. And Gaston gets super pissed off that he like doesn't know the way back. And so he's like, fuck it. I'm going to leave you to die in the woods. Ties him up to a tree and like literally leaves him to die in live action. And then the, they- the animated ones, the more villainous, according to Jiraiya. 
over the top villainy. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, it is over the top villainy with the whole Looney Bin thing because like whenever oh that's he... still in the live action. That's in the oh, live okay. action. It's just different. So well, <laughs> I was gonna say in this one though because like you know they say like oh like maybe if we lock up her father and can or convince her that the only way to let him out is to marry me then maybe then she'll marry me so they talk to the guy who owns a loony bin and bribes him and he's like hmm sounds evil i love it we've got to have money yeah (laughs) uh so then the thing that happens in the live action one is like he gets healed back by the hag the hag of the town, I guess. I Their words, not ours. Is it presumed to be the hag from the beginning? No, actually. I think it's literally not. Okay. I, I was confused about that watching that, honestly. So I, I don't even know. A hag. <laughs> just a hag. Minus another point hag. for the live action. A little weird <laughs> un- unclarity. Yeah, unclear on that. Um, they have a town hag just for this one specific moment. Kind of. Yeah. Uh, and she heals him back to strength. He goes back to town again. Before Gaston gets back. That yeah, it's which like is the weird. Ne- it's the next day, and then Gaston's like going into the bar, and he's like him and Lafour talking. Like, you think like anyone's gonna know like we left him there to die? He's like, no, that would be ridiculous. How would they ever know? It was just me and you who know what we did to him. They walk into the tavern, and he's there, and everyone's like giving judging eyes. And yeah. immediately, like they confront Gaston, like, hey, did you leave him out there to die? And he said no, and they're like, oh, okay, okay, well, it's like you. no. He's like, Lafour, did he? And Lafour's like, so no. here's the thing. That's not. Because it's that, and then Maurice is like, well, just ask her, and Gaston's like, you're going to ask a hag? No offense. Yeah. So, like, <laughs> cheese out, and then he's like, well, Lafour was there, too. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, oh, yeah, Lafour, what do you think? And yeah, like, Lafour's nah. like, uh, no, nah, that didn't happen. Like, all right, he's fucking crazy, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> and then they toss him in. So that's that means this is the exact point, though, that the mirror scene happens in the live-action one. Yes. Whereas uh in the animated one it's some time pres- like after he left and however long it took f- i would that. say it's also some time because there's still the night and day cycles in the live action one too i just think it's easier to like make a map in your head of like it could be three days in my head after the gaston song in the animated one in live action, I couldn't tell you. I couldn't fucking tell you how many days it's been in live action. Three. Honestly, <laughs> we're gonna go with the same amount, three. But I d- I couldn't tell you in the live yeah. action one. Again, it dries unsure so how long. It dries unsure about the timeline. Three days. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's just life. Uh, so yeah. Again, the timeline's fucked. That's really something they should have fixed if they were gonna remake it, and they didn't. Yeah, they really, really didn't. Like, I'm I'm not gonna say this is a perfectly a perfect movie that has no flaws and couldn't have been improved upon. I don't think the live action improved upon all the things I think should have been. Yeah, it's like it it improves well upon the things that I didn't ever think about in the animated one, like giving more time to the side characters and stuff yeah. like that. Like I appreciate that in the live action one, but it probably wouldn't have been my go to no. like fix this thing. Um, in fact, and then you get like Beauty and the Beast two, Belle goes to Christmas, which <laughs> straight up is like, no, oh, yeah, we were there for months. Yeah. So, so that's like what the fuck? Yeah. Because <laughs> um, my my intention is, I think the original one was always intended to be a long span, and they fucked that up. And then the live action didn't improve upon that aspect. Yeah, I can. Agree I with think that. that's a fair assessment. I can agree with that. Um, haven't uh, seen live action, but I also agree. <laughs> yeah. So in the live action, they're like lock him up in the loony bin, but they just put him in a carriage outside. Yeah. Well, they were gonna do that they in were, this one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Bell's like, I need to say my father, and he's like. Go. And yes. then it's basically the same. 
But when she gets back into town after all the stuff, they instead put her in the cellar. But very different. Chip uh, stowed away. Yes, in the animated one, Chip stowed away. And uh, you know exactly what's going to happen when Chip stowed away. Yeah. Uh, the one thing, though, I'm going to give a plus to the live action. I really like the, because there's a, a song that they made for the live action. Okay. Of the Beast called Evermore. Yeah. I really like that song, actually. Dreyer likes it because it reminds him of Fan of the Opera. I'll I'll play it for you afterwards. I, I genuinely don't remember it. I I think it's really good. I I really like the song. It uses Beast's theme through like that he gets throughout the animated one. Even um, did they use the Foo Fighter like guitar riff at least? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they like uses Beast's like background theme music okay. and they turn that into like a musical number. It's really cool. It reminds me of Phantom of the Opera a lot. I think it's actually a really cool song, and I would been listening to it a lot more after that. I have no opinion on it. I think it's, I think it's really good. Um, yeah, that was another difference. Uh. I'll I'll say yeah, but point to the live action one. Yeah, that's I think fair. there's it's fair to have a song there, and I think the Beast deserved a song of his own. Yeah, and it like gives him characterization of like not just like I'm I let her go because I had to. Like in the song, he goes into like I let her go because like that's what love is. Like you can't just hold on to things. Forever. I I mean I feel like that's the implication in this one too. It is the implication in this one, but it's just like a really quick like I had to let her go. Like it, I gave her the free will to leave. Yeah, in this one compared to like. I do believe he did deserve a song. The closest he gets to a song in the animated one was during that winter, like snowball yeah, fighting something thing. That, yeah. yeah, he gets like one line and sounds very That's different so because weird. the guy who does the voice for Beast has a very different singing voice than he does, you know, the Beast voice. Yeah. Or the Beast. There's something there that wasn't there before. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's very silly. Um, but I like the song. It's the it's the theatrical thing of like whenever emotion overwhelms you and you can't speak and blah, blah, blah. Then you have to sing. You have yeah. to sing. I think it works I really usually well. cry. Well, yeah, that, that's, that's kind of the idea in musicals, though. Yeah, no, I know. Yeah, but like, yeah, I do get that, and I do love that in musicals. Is like whenever you're so overwhelmed that you cannot speak, then you have to sing. Yeah, I mean, you can no longer sing, then you dance. I think it works really well for his character. Yeah. Um. But yeah, the town's like getting ready. It's again, it's slightly different vibes in this one than the other one, but they're it's the same thing happening. Yeah. Uh, they're going to the town. Belle's like, "Man, I've fucked up, huh?" And her dad's like, "Uh, no." Yeah. <laughs> um, slight differences between this and the live action one. In the live action one, they're in the loony bin yep. uh, being guarded, and she's like, hey, I, I have the hairpin that I got magically through going teleportation back in time. It's most fucking sense. It's so dumb. And they pick the lock, whereas in the in the animated one, uh, Chip is still outside. He sees the, the lock coding machine yeah. Yeah, yeah. that Bell's dad made, and it crashes open the cellar. Yeah. Sets, sets the entire house on fire. They all die in a house fire. Yeah, it's kind Credits of... Roll. It's crazy for the time. Super dark. I think this is actually the one thing where the animated one works better. <laughs> uh, but yeah, and then both the bell like goes to save. Yeah. Except in the animated one, Maurice... or Yeah, Maurice comes with her. In the live action one, he doesn't. Correct. No real reason, I guess. Yeah. It has no effect either way. No. It's just an interesting thing. Yeah. I mean, I'll say that... Imply like obviously he loves her in both, but like that he loves her enough to go with her on this dangerous journey. Sure, in yeah. the animated one, yeah. I like, but again, it's the same. Does absolutely nothing. Uh, <laughs> way, yeah. But yeah, uh, you know, there it's the big fight scene. It's about twenty seconds in the <laughs> animated one, in like two minutes in a live action one. Yeah, so, I think it's even longer in the live action. Yeah, so I, think I give it's like the, ten minutes in live action. Yeah, so I Jesus. give bonus points to the animated one. Well, it's too long. Yeah, I was gonna say it doesn't have to be that long, especially for like what happens because like Gaston goes to kill the beast and like you know has bloodlust going on with him, and the beast is just 
depressed and wants him to end him basically the i i this is one thing that i'm not even a question the animated one is better i think it gives because the point of it is to like give each character their own little silly thing to show that they're fighting in their own way and like blah 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 yeah Uh, i think you get that very very quickly in the animated one you get the point of their characters here and the live action one it does that same thing but it's literally every single it's tiny so little side long. character, and it's like a huge big fight scene. It's way too long. The biggest thing, I guess, that we've been avoiding is like there are more side characters. The biggest one is the piano is a main is a piano major. is a big side character in the live action one. Yeah, I don't think there is a piano in this one. No, there's a piano. Uh, there is there's a piano. We don't know like, if it's alive. We don't actually. Know. We don't know. No, not in this. I one. think it's implied not to be. I think the end scene has it still in there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there are were some people because I remember seeing it online, and I did notice it this time around when we were watching it. Is how there was just like, uh, one of the wardrobes that was alive during that fight scene is just kind of hiding in the corner with a bat. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of like nice things to look at. I'm gonna say it's kind of dark that a bunch of them die. Apparently, yeah, yeah. Like, like it there- starts and all the china jumps in and then breaks. Yeah. So, I mean, there's that one of the wardrobes falls on a person, which if that happens in real life, that person is dead. Yeah. yeah. Um. There were absolutely some deaths in this fight. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> On yeah. both sides. Yeah. This I think the animated one does this better because I think yeah. it's a silly scene that should be silly. Yeah. The live action tries to make it like, it's war! <laughs> and it's like, yeah, okay, but Piano Man. Yeah. yeah. And he's like shooting his teeth out because his teeth are the keys. Yeah. It's weird. It's fucking weird. <laughs> Sing us a song, you're the Piano Man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and you get that whole thing and yeah. then you get the the beast, beast versus Gaston. Yeah, that happened basically about the same. A yeah. little shorter in this. Yeah, but um, pretty much the same fight scene. Uh, and then you... Bell's much less involved in this one, which yeah is another thing. Depends on your preference if that's fine or not. I, I don't. I'm not either way. Actually, I think they're both fine. Yeah, I think they're both fine. They serve the exact purpose they need to. Yeah, I don't think either one has the hand on the other. No, and I think they both fit with how the characterization of Bell works in each because Bell yeah. is more. I wouldn't say independent, but like she's more like go getter in the live action one. Yeah, like in the live in the animated one, how she's just waiting in her room whenever she's first getting there and they want to go have her have dinner. In the live action one, yeah. she's like making an escape plan, like getting yeah. a rope out the window. You know, in the animated one, she cries like a woman. <laughs> and the live action one, she escapes like a woman. <laughs> they never stay. Um <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> That went a place I wasn't expecting. Um, uh, yeah. yeah, so I think yeah, and and for all of these, I think it's literally just they're basically the same endings. Uh, and again, the live action one is longer. The live action yeah. one is longer. Maurice gets to be gay in the live action one. He gets, yeah, he gets a boyfriend. Yeah, hmm. or Lafour. Lafour, sorry, yeah, Lafour. Maurice is the dad. Yeah. Uh, Maurice, are you saying Maurice the dad doesn't deserve a boyfriend? The dad you know? is very straight. The dad has a girlfriend at the end of the live action one, right? Uh, oh, okay. Is he? I think so. I don't remember that. It's like a weird thing of like, he's like, oh, I get to see you again kind of thing. It's like a weird, I don't. Actually, that's something in the live action. They like do the thing of like all the family member meeting up with the uh, servants. Because yeah. li- another thing the live action one starts with is like they specifically say everyone had their memories erased of yes. the people in the castle. Yeah. Which, so, that's dumb. I think it's fair. Like. I mean, I guess. So the live action one also says it was centuries, whereas okay. this one it says uh, twenty one years. Yeah. Well, no, this one says ten years. 
Because, like, uh, that was one thing that a lot of people talked about with continuity errors and stuff like that. If, like, maybe this wasn't really fair on him to begin with. Because they say, because, you know, it begins off with the prince, like, an old hag saying that she wants shelter. Yeah. And she'll give him a rose if he accepts. And he's like, no, get off my property. And then she puts a curse on him because she was actually, like, a goddess in disguise. Yeah. And it was supposed to be on his 21st birthday. Yeah. The rose would begin to wilt. And when the last petal fell off, then he would become a beast forever. Uh which implies that because they say that they have been uh, like he's been a beast and they've been uh, these objects for 10 years in this one, which would imply that the prince was 11 years old whenever he told his hag to get off his property. Yeah, well, kids should know better. <laughs> yeah, an 11 year old should be should know better than to be or, you know, let strangers in yeah, his house. Yeah. So yeah, that is a difference in the live action one. He is an adult and he's just shitty. He's super, super shitty. Uh, adult yeah. human in the live action and you get to see that instead of like a tale being told you zooming into a right. window yeah. okay. it's an actual like 10 minute scene of showing all of it and once again which I'll, that's a preference thing I definitely prefer them getting to the point in this one yeah I don't think it's necessary. I mean I actually would give a point to live action for that one even though I haven't seen the live action it's but long it's long it's longer than it needs to be okay it's fine like I'm I'll not give you that I'm but... not upset that it's there it's just too long but it would be cool just to kind of see that scene of just like no get off my property kind of thing it's kind of exactly what you expect, I think. Yeah. Yeah. But um But that makes the beast like, You're also saying that apparently it was like they've been like this for centuries in the live action compared to time, ten yeah. years and which uh, this one. Wait, but then how would they know them at the end? Surely they all their relatives would be dead. Yeah, no idea, man. Alright, minus a point for the live action. I think the ti- I think the timeline is just so fucked. Yeah. yeah. That's what it sounds like. Again, something they should have improved on, they made murkier. Yeah, I agree. Um, I agree. I don't know. I yeah. think so. I think the thing with the twenty one, I think they did that so that it didn't feel weird with Belle because she looks like Probably. twenty. Yeah. Um, I mean I that also that. makes sense too because like it's yeah because they can't you know you can't have like a thirty year old woman be your main character. That's absurd. <laughs> <laughs> I mean to be fair, like there's always been this weird thing in older media of like older men being with younger women That's to the point where sometimes still in it's media. Un- it, it's still in media. It's not as common as it used to be though. Yeah. But like. Yeah. Uh, I remember there. I can't remember the name of the actual movie, uh, but it was like an Audrey Hepburn movie to where like her love interest was, I think, almost in his sixties at that point. And she was thirty. Yeah, and so like the actual like the mate like the actor himself like he was un- really really uncomfortable with it, and so like they just rewrote Audrey Hepburn's character of like oh like I just really like older men. <laughs> How's that better? <laughs> because Apparently they thought it was in the sixties. I don't know. As man. long as she's cool with it, baby. <laughs> uh, well. I mean, Sam's not here to give her side of the story that she always likes to give during these statements. She, yeah, she, she does. Yeah, she has her thing, yeah. Um, but yeah, it is what it is. And at, at the end of the day, they both end. They both just end. They yeah. Both, yeah. <laughs> they kind of just end with like, and they lived happily ever after, as I will they give, do a lot in Disney movies. I will give one more point to the live action. The The dude is much <laughs> hotter in the live action, but in both cases, the beasts are hard, hotter than the dudes. That's fair. That's fair enough. <laughs> Fine. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. So that's like they end at the same exact point, just right. at the party, whatever. Again, just the only difference is they're like, "Oh my god, my my great 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 grandpa." Yeah, it's, it's, it's weird. Uh, but yeah, end of the movie. End of the movie. They get buried happily ever after. Whatever. We don't know. Beauty and the Beast. Married. We don't. We don't know. Maybe Bill's it's afraid implied. of commitment. They fell in love. <laughs> maybe maybe Bell realizes that the beast looks like a fucking gross dude, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. whose nose is way too big for his face. So big, 
But yeah, let's get on to our ratings and whatnot here. Uh, let's start with Robbie again. All right. I mean, like I was saying before, like there's weird continuity errors that we argued with most of this episode. Uh, <laughs> there are some weird animation things that they do with like syncing and like how there was like weird layering issues with some of the scenes that like really pop out on the Blu-ray edition. Uh, I'll blame this version on that. I, I think it might yeah. be this version, but like that's another thing that we did notice too is that the theatrical version is like the color is super saturated in comparison to like the special edition. Yeah. Yeah. And like weird. we were saying, like he was saying that there's like film grain on the special edition of it. So like, it's almost like they tried to like make it more colorful and they kind of overdid it. And I'll be honest. I like film grain. I think it looks, I think if it has it originally, it looks fine. Yeah, it, it works in certain situations. In this movie, I think it would have worked fine to have film grain or like have the colors be a I little mean, bit more muted. I'm definitely just so used to seeing that on like cartoons because, you know, I watched cartoons when I watched cartoons. So. Yeah. I think it's not necessarily even film grain on animated stuff. It's more of like, I feel like you can feel the texture of the paper that they're drawing yeah. on. Yeah. Um, Since they were act well. Well, that's what paper. Yeah, I was gonna yeah. say it was on glass cells, but like you can see the grain of like the the paint that they were using on it. Yeah, and I think that that does add some some flavor to it. I I do agree. Film grain, if it was shot on film, necessary. Yeah. Literally, the I don't, detail hides in the grain. My, right. my opinion on it is the same opinion I have. Four by three. If it was originally made that way, keep it that way. But you don't need to make it that way nowadays. Yeah, I think totally I agree. Yeah, Schneider, <laughs> Zach Schneider. Well, his four by three thing is that he literally formatted it for IMAX for very tall screens that aren't very wide, and then he's just like, F- "I'm keeping it that way." Fuck you. So it's not actually four by three. <laughs> it is. It is, oh. but it's well, it's not technically four by three. That's the aspect ratio it looks like on your screen. Mm-hmm. But it's IMAX format. It's IMAX format. I, which I, I guess also yeah. to be fair of that too, because like uh, the newest Dune movie that came out, they say unless you watched it in IMAX, you're never going to see it the way it was meant to be seen. Because like I guess the I think Spider Verse is going to be like that too. It might. The great thing for us is we don't have a genuine IMAX in our state at all. We have LIMAX. What do you mean? We do have one. You just can't use it to watch movies. Yeah. Well, yeah, we have one in the museum in the biggest city near us. Uh, they just don't use it for commercial use. They use it for documentaries. They use it for documentaries and stuff like that, which, which is totally fine. Yeah, I bet those documentaries look fucking amazing. Yeah, they look amazing and probably sound amazing. I would love to go and watch some of them. March of the Penguins. But that Fuck also it. means not, that, man? like, what was it, like the 34 theaters that have true IMAX in Once this entire country? Yeah. Uh, I think it literally is something like 30, between 30 and 40 in the U.S. are true 70 millimeter IMAX. In Mexico, it's all of them, actually. (laughs) Mexico does have a couple, actually. And then most of them are like Europe, honestly, which is weird. Yeah. Europeans like movies. Yeah, it's true. Everybody loves movies. (laughs) So we we derailed you there, Robbie. No, you're fine. Um, Like I said, there's like some weird syncing issues that like I never noticed as a kid because like it's a kid. It's an animated movie. They put it on to shut me up for an hour and a half while they go get things done. Um, Like. Even as a kid, I was like, yeah, this is fine as a Disney movie. It was never my favorite Disney movie, but it was definitely like, you know, a Disney movie. So it's one that I, I enjoyed will as say, a kid. We are also all male, <laughs> which yeah, might yeah, attribute to true. like that feeling. Yeah. Um, There's like a lot of weird things. I remember like reading on the internet about this movie, about like little things here, about how the movie's about Stockholm Syndrome and all this other stuff. I don't buy I don't, that yeah, I don't buy it either, especially after rewatching it here. Like it doesn't really fit. Um. 
it is like i said once again fine there are some songs that i have to admit like they are iconic songs considering people still sing them today and still love them today um the animation for its time was pretty good i know this is the movie that like put disney back on the map of being a huge company with huge budgeted movies and like they there was a lot writing on this movie and they had a huge gamble putting it out in theaters and it worked out really well for them uh, I mean, to put this in perspective for anyone listening, this is basically the first post uh, Disney himself uh, like success. Yeah, almost yeah. everything they put after Disney had died were bomb after bomb. The best things were the stuff that Disney still like had ideas for when he was alive, and they took from his trash bin. Yeah, uh, for the most part, at this point, Disney was at the point where like we're gonna have to shut down our parks. We're going to bankrupt the company. We can no longer sustain this without the person who started the whole thing. And as terrible as he was, Little Mermaid and Beauty and the Beast, quite honestly, because they were back to back, fucking put Disney on the tra- trajectory that they've been on since then. Yeah. The reason why we have Disney as it is now is because of Little Mermaid and this. Yeah. And the part I liked is it let them experiment again. Like Lilo and the Stitch is not a movie they would have ever made nowadays. No. It's a weird ass movie. It has a lot of character flaws that I think you don't see in a lot of new Disney stuff. And it's, I don't know, it's my favorite Disney movie for a reason. (laughs) But I was going to say, like, you can also tell where they put their money into in this movie. Like, there's some scenes, like, you know, they're animated scenes or what you would expect for Disney. And then there's, like, these really big cinematic scenes that you can tell they put a lot of time and effort and love into. Like, the ballroom dancing scene for, you know, where they sing the actual Beauty and the Beast theme. That is very well animated because they put most of their time and effort into like getting that 3D space while these 2D animated uh, characters are dancing in the middle of it. Like there are some really good shots like that, and it still looks movie. pretty decent. It, actually, yeah. yeah, it still looks really good. Like it just it just looks slightly old rather than pretty than 30 years old. <laughs> like if you look at an animated movie from 10 years ago, it looks worse than what this does. Yeah, honestly. But um, all in all, storyline, it's fine. It's a Disney movie. Uh, it's uh, the basically the sterilized version of a very screwed up fairy tale from way back when. So I'll say we like talking about. I assume you're talking about like the Brothers Grimm stuff. Yeah, it's something important to remember that that is just one depiction of these stories. Yeah, and like well, that's yeah, just that's the, the one they wrote down. That's not inherently like the de facto version of all these stories. Yeah, I think that's something that kind of gets confused throughout time. I mean, even with that, like, a lot of the original, like, the original Pinocchio, the original uh, Beauty and... Well, I want to say the original Beauty and the Beast, but, like, maybe Peter it's Pan. a Brothers Grimm version of it. Uh, the original Little Mermaid are kind of fucked up, especially in comparison to what Disney made them yeah. out to be. I mean, I read Peter Pan. It's a super fucked up book. Yep. <laughs> no, genuinely. Like, Peter no, Pan it is. fucking kills the kids yeah. after they get old. Yeah. Doesn't uh, want, no, no kids. Uh, there's that. The original Pinocchio uh, is or ended no with uh, <laughs> Pinocchio being hung by... Or hung on a tree. Yeah. Uh, watch Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio for much more in line with that. Actually, yeah. yeah. Uh, like the original uh, Little Mermaid is uh, she cuts her tail. Yeah, she actually cuts her tail in half to make it seem like there's legs, and the prince never loves her to begin with. And like, it turns like this whole big fucked up story. Our story of like how she becomes like the European version of the La Llorona and all this other stuff. So like, it is kind of like said the sterilized Disney version of it, but it it is it's still an entertaining movie all in all. Like, I'm not trying to, like, 
oh, what's what I'm thinking of? I'm not trying to like shit on the movie or anything like that. It is still an enjoyable movie. <laughs> the idea of the word you're thinking of was shit. Well, I'm, it actually wasn't, but like, no, I know. I'm not like, trying to bash the movie. Is probably yeah. the word I was thinking of, but I couldn't think of it, so shit came out of my mouth. Um, I'm not trying to bash a movie in any way, shape, or form by saying that, but like, you know, it is kind of like I know it wasn't at the time, but it is very much like standard Disney movie now. Yeah. yeah, in 2023 lenses. Yeah, at the time would be the cauldron, the black cauldron. Kind of, yeah. Well, I think at this time people still thought of like Bambi and Snow White. Well, for the good stuff, but what they were putting out was like the black cauldron. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, like it is still an enjoyable movie. It has like some really, uh, really good animated scenes. It has some good musical numbers. It is well animated. Uh, all in all, it is an enjoyable experience even now. Uh. 30 years later uh i'd say it's still seven out of ten okay e hello uh i like i said i do like this one more um i think it's much more e-paced it's much more (laughs) down my alley uh it is over the top it is silly that's what i kind of like about it (laughs) um i will never watch it again quite frankly (laughs) I'm not going to watch either of these again. However, if you held me at gunpoint and said I had to watch one of these, I would choose this one. Sure. Um, Just keep in mind, it's going to take, take you holding him by gunpoint for him to watch it again. I, I will say, I, I talk about how much I don't like them remaking and all that. This was fine. Like, the remake. It's like a fine thing that they did. I think Emma Watson's cool. Again, you can put that on the back of the box. <laughs> um, I think they tried to do something. I think they did try to improve the quote-unquote issues with this movie. I don't think they succeeded in a lot of ways. And in fact, in some ways, I think they did make it worse. Um, I think in an attempt to make it realistic and not have the cup save the day, they made a stupider solution. Yeah. <laughs> um, they made time travel continuity errors. Not well. Yes, actually, I don't know how she took something from that time. Yeah, I don't understand how that. Works I don't know all. why she couldn't just have one. Yeah, why doesn't she go back like with medicine and save her mom? Then yeah, come like, on. Makes like no they could have. That's they, the sequel. They, <laughs> they could have helped that continuity error just by her like when she's at home, looks at a hairpin and like longing like, oh, there's something about this hairpin, and then puts it in her hair, and then goes off to Where's find have her, her father. Have a hairpin. Yeah. <laughs> like, like you don't need. A well, no. The reason why I say like she looks at it and like, oh, like there's something about this hairpin. Is so when she goes back into that memory, there's a reason why she longingly looks oh, at that. Oh, I see what you're saying. Like she had her mother's hairpin. Yeah, the whole exactly. Time. Like, okay, yeah. I think I'm that saying like that would have helped with the continuity error. I don't think they need the mother stuff in this. No, but I think that would have been much better if it wasn't. She yeah. literally took something from the past somehow. Yeah. Um, Disney magic, <laughs> kind of. Uh, yeah. Like it. I really. If someone told me they. Someone is telling me that they prefer the other one. I get it. I think that's reasonable. I think that the new one takes itself a lot more seriously, but I don't inherently think that's better. Um, it it really is a personal preference which one you choose between these two. I don't think they're significantly different in quality or anything. Um, just whatever vibes you want. I think. A lot of it is Jungle Book really just killed my, made me hate all these remakes. <laughs> you fucking hate it. I hate Book. Jungle Book so much. I, I see people talk about how it's one of the best ones. I don't get it. I genuinely don't get it. <laughs> I mean, I I, I've been against Disney remakes ever since like the Cinderella, yeah. which is like their I, second live remake. I think they do too many. 
I, yes. Th- I think they, if they really want to do them, they should pace them out way more than they do. I think if they're going to make a live action remake, it should be live action. I don't think the jo- that the fucking Lion King counts. I don't think Lion King Just call either. that an animated... F- the funniest thing is it would be the highest grossing animated film if they did. Yeah, I don't think it counts as live action. No, it doesn't. Yeah. Um, Considering the entire thing's CG. Yeah. I, I still am not going to watch the Lilo and Stitch one because that is my favorite Disney movie. Being and weird. no matter how good it would be, uh, I'll hate it. <laughs> I think it. I don't think that concept works very well live action anyways. I think it's going to be weird. I think it's going to be really um, weird. The only thing... If you do watch it, tell me there's one scene that they'd removed from the animated one that I would love if they kept in. It is a scene in the middle. Uh, a bunch of tourists keep like going up to Lilo, asking where the beach is, butchering Hawaiian, <laughs> uh, and like just driving back to the beach, treating her like a uh, like a tourist attraction, really, right? Because she's Hawaiian, yeah. Um, and uh, she asks like one of the vendors, "Hey, are they still testing the sirens today?" And when she goes to the beach, there's a bunch of tourists, and she says, Attention, all tourists. That is a tsunami warning. If you hear that, you should run. <laughs> and the siren goes off because they're testing it. Yeah. And all the people start running. That's fun. And, well, the part I really love about it is, like, uh, Bubbles is there. And, like, looking at Lilo because, you know, she did a bad thing. Yeah. And she's like, if you were from here, you'd understand. Because I think that really adds to a character. Because it's a thing where, like, it's kind of a joke how she takes pictures of all the tourists. But, like, the reasoning that she does that is because tourists always would take pictures of her, treat her like a... She, they wouldn't treat her like a person. They treated her like a object. Yeah. Um. Anyways, if they have that, let me know. I'm not going to watch it even if they have it. But, like, I would be... He wants to know if that scene's there. I would love if they added that back. I don't know when that thing's coming out. I'll watch it when it comes out. Yeah. I'll let you know if I um, remember. <laughs> back on track. Uh. Yeah. This, uh, it's not my favorite Disney movie. I don't even know if it's my favorite, like, of the old quote-unquote Disney stuff. I haven't seen a lot, I guess, thinking about it. You've not seen much of the animated things. I've seen Aladdin. Um, I might like Aladdin more because it has, um, Robin Williams in it. (laughs) There's a whole big story with that, too, though. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, Robin, to cut it short, they fucked over Robin Williams so hard on Aladdin. And we're still seeing the ramifications of how much they did. Uh, but uh, in terms of the rating, I I agree with Robbie. I think this is a seven. Okay, which is what we're giving of like it's a perfectly just entertaining movie. Yeah, it's good but not great. I think that's a perfect seven. Yeah, and for Robbie's reference, I gave the live action one a six. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I I'm kind of curious to watch live action just in comparison of this. Yeah, it's kind of weird, like watching them. It's different, very different. Um, as for myself. I think that for the most part, they're very interchangeable. There are more things that I prefer in the live action. I think that the things that are bad in both are just bad. <laughs> I think I think it's just the what it is is not going to be qualitatively better either way. There's not much you can do to the base of what is Disney's Beauty and the Beast to just make it an overall better product. Yeah. I, it almost sounds like we had the same, or you guys had the same problem with the live action Versus the animated, as yeah. we did, uh, having issues with Suspiria and the remake of Suspiria. I don't remember either of them. <laughs> we basically uh, had an argument of like how it was just like much of a nothing movie, and Sam got pissed at us, and we were saying that we hope that they fixed those things, like fixed how it's like a nothing movie, and how like it 
explains how there's yeah. more in the background. And they actually do something with the serial killer and that, blah, 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 blah for I, the remake. I think that actually and is they a, didn't. I think that is actually a very good comparison. Yeah. Where, like, Because, like, yeah, we yeah. were like, hopefully they fix all these things in the remake, and they fixed none of it. They just made it longer. And changed stuff that didn't need to be changed. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I think that's perfectly true. Like, they don't... The stuff that is an issue in this movie doesn't really get fixed. There's some slight stuff. Um, surprise, surprise. I do like that. They're like, yeah, Maurice is gay or not. Lafleur. Maurice. Sorry. I, I keep doing that. Maurice might be, I don't know. Uh, he's a yeah. As far as we're concerned, Maurice is asexual. Yeah. In this one, <laughs> he just like actually invented bell. Yeah. Yeah. She's one of his inventions. <laughs> That'd be quote. funny. This is a sequel to Pinocchio. Um, <laughs> but yeah, Lavor, like, cause you know, you can kind of get, hints of that like you can read it that way in this one i won't say it explicitly is supposed to be coded that way yeah like you can read it as that and then the next one like it explains a lot like why he's so devoted to the gaston and everything yeah in the live action he is straight up like he is super fucking gay for gaston he wants to yeah. fuck there's gaston. actually a new line in the song where he's like no one will has a bigger cock as you <laughs> please no let me stroke your cock that's why it's pg-13 yeah <laughs> <laughs> That's the. I was actually going to make the joke of just like no one fights like like Gaston, no one drinks like Gaston, no one takes a dick up the ass like Gaston. <laughs> no, Gaston is super straight. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's he's straight in here. He's super straight in the other yeah, one. Yeah, he's like comically straight in the live action. <laughs> like doesn't like to get touched by men. Yeah. Uh, I can't reload a, uh, a musket like that. That's gay. <laughs> kind of. Oh wow. Uh, <laughs> but yeah. I, I think in the end, I just wind up preferring different touches in the live action one. Like I said, there's a big musical nerd part in me that's just like, I like the compositions in the live action one more. I like the instrumentation in the live action one more. It just feels more bombastic. It just feels more musical, I guess, in a way. Um, and I really like Evermore. That that does a lot for me. Uh, that's in the fair. musical things, Beast's song there. I like the characterization of the side characters and... And how much it goes into them. I would give the animated one like a 6.5. Like, I think it's worse, but not by much. Like, not no. enough to choose one over the other if I had I, to watch one. Us like, giving the fine. ratings makes it so funny how much we, like, dis- like argue about these. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. it's really just... Half of this episode was us arguing about the continuity of this. To be fair, it's so fucked. Yeah. Yeah. For clarification also, Robbie, I gave the live action one a seven. Okay. Yeah. I but think like, the so animated it, one is slightly worse, but like almost unnoticeably. I mean, it's also fair too, because like going back to other stuff that we've watched in this, um, Dear Evan Hansen, how you were talking about how they had more musical numbers for that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had never heard in, or seen the musical before and then like after we watched that I actually watched a couple YouTube videos t- are comparing the movie compared to the musical and then also uh they just have the album quote unquote of Dear mm-hmm. Evan Hansen on Spotify so I got to hear some of the songs that were in that compared to like what was in the movie and I feel like some of the songs that they took out for the movie really really need to be in that movie so I, I get that too with the old I just Evermore remember how much I fucking hate Evan yeah <laughs> I agree I think Evan Hansen sucks I think people are reading that story wrong I don't know how you can read There's that There's a lot and of people who agree with you awful. that Evan Hansen is a, is just sucks in general. Yeah. I don't, it's one of those things, though, where, like, most people who think about the media they watch know that, but, like, people who just kind of watch stuff are like, yeah, Evan was a cool dude. Yeah, like, the thing is, I think even so many people who are like, I hate this because Evan Hansen sucks, I think are missing the point of, like, yeah, you're supposed to hate him because he sucks. Yeah. <laughs> but whatever. That's a whole different it thing. It is what it is. Yeah. 
Uh, watch that episode. That was a fun episode from what I remember. Yeah. Well, yeah. I think we, I got we very angry good, a lot. You, <laughs> you did, did, but it was a good conversation that we were having about that, too. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that is Beauty and the Beast. But next, not, not but the end of the month. Not the end of our month, because next week, all uh, me, E, Robbie, and D will be on next week's episode to watch the critically acclaimed <laughs> it is anime, Bell. Anime? Anime. Anime. Me and huh. D watched it in theaters. There were 10 people there. I did not even know that was a thing. Me either. That's because... <laughs> If you haven't seen it, you don't realize it's Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> Quite frankly. If you've seen the trailers for it, you wouldn't realize it's Beauty and the Beast. I'm very you excited. will watch the movie and ha- and drive might be like, what are, you, what are we watching? This isn't Beauty and the Beast. Wait, <laughs> is this the one that's on HBO? Yes. Okay, I've seen like, I, I've seen like trailers for it. I didn't realize it was going to be like a Beauty and the Beast. It's thing. Beauty, exactly. Okay, okay. So we're watching that next week. We're watching okay. that next week. I've and actually <laughs> wanted to watch that, but I thought I did not think it was going to be a Beauty and the Beast thing. So yeah, I'm very excited. I'm gonna. I'm, I'm really s- excited to see how that adds up to the live action. I'm really <laughs> curious how it'll hold up on a second watch. I, I'll free your father a- if you stay here with me, Nani. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, that look forward to that next week. Uh, e, yo, yo. if people want to get a hold of us, where can they do that? We got a link tree, L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash L-O-I-P. Gives you a link to all the social medias, uh, all the places you can listen to the podcast, and our Twitch streams. Yes. Wiki uh, wiki. <laughs> uh, yesterday, Dry probably finished the Donia. Don't. Dodonia. Do, 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 re, me, fantasy for what the is Super it? Dordonia. 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 That's what it is. Dordonia. It's French. Yeah. It's French animated, and Jiraiya had to play it. Oh, I'm sure he just had this look on his face like he was constipated. As soon as he realized it it was French, you could see him like. You could see the pain. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So that will be. The horror. (laughs) That'll be that. I will almost certainly still be playing Half Life 2. Absolutely. You will be. If you're still on the boat section, you're still pretty early in the game. Uh, yeah, I hoped I got farther. I, I, I hoped he would have gotten through the boat section, Robbie. He, you know yeah. what happened? I think I think Peepsy just got to him, and it didn't help with motion sickness. Gotcha. I think it made it worse. It made it worse. It's we're, it will we'll talk about it on the stream. Right. <laughs> okay. Um. But yeah, look forward to that. Uh. No, no promises, but I have been working on something for the stream. It won't come out for a Ooh. while. But I have been working on it again. Nice. Stay tuned for that. Yeah, I'm. It will be a month out if at best. <laughs> keep an eye, keep an ear and an eye out. Five uh, at VR, and that's yeah. that's the last of it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Robbie, get us off these mics. All right. So, whether this is the very first time you've listened to us, or you've been since the very beginning, thank you for listening, and. Thank you for listening. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Uh, thank you, E. Yeah. Thank you, Robbie. Mm-hmm. Thank you, everybody out there for listening. Again, go check out our Twitch, twitch.tv slash last ones in. Uh, good time. Wednesday, Saturday stream. Um, follow us on social media. Give us a follow. All that kind of good stuff. We'd greatly appreciate it. Be safe out there. Talk at you again soon. Bye. Bye. Bye.